this is too hard. Welcome to The Whole Phase, a millennial dating experiment powered by Sirens NYC. Ready, set, ho! New York. Yes, but yeah. let them know what the whole phase stands for. Uh, yes, so that's HO, which stands for Healing Over Everything. Yes, period. This is the podcast where we talk about dating, relationships, and sex, and we tie it all in a bow with healing and yes. evolution. Okay. Um, for those of you guys who are new to the gang, welcome, and it's your favorite co-ho, Becky J, your friendly neighborhood love symbol. Hi. And it's your actual fave, MJ, the baddest, the Guiana. Ooh, ay caramba. <laughs> um, I'm definitely glad to be, I'm online. I lied. Yeah. Oh, we working on the lion, girl. I know. I was going to just give like, oh my God, I'm so happy to be back. No, I want to be back in Florida with the beautiful sun and the pool and the tree, palm trees, you know, like I definitely took this break this week to do some recharging and resetting and I could use some more. Not going to (laughs) lie. I wish. I wish I was in a pool right now. I got mad bathing suits. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited to just go more places. I was like, you know what? You're just going to have to come back and just keep keep incorporating rests and mm-hmm. vacation and traveling into my, my lifestyle. And you can also make the trips longer, too. True. Very true. Very true. But how was it? How are you feeling? I feel really good. Like I said, I could use some more time. Um, I think I, I already wasn't feeling the most amazing before I left. So some mm-hmm. part of me was just like, you're going to go over there and now you're going to be feeling amazing and you're just going to be doing this and this and this. And like, I still kind of was feeling kind of blah some days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was good. It was just, it was awesome. It was awesome. I was able to rest and talk to myself and pray and... <laughs> eat amazing food and just relax and smoke like just all the chill tourist vibes that you know a tourist girl could ask for you know <laughs> i'm glad you had fun i missed you i missed you too <laughs> i feel like i've had a pretty regular week while you're gone i mean i saw my nigga more like i saw him almost every day it was intense to the point where it's just like uh, i'm seeing you too much now How's that? Um, we were good for the most part. I don't know what else to say. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 I have an announcement. I've been trying to make this announcement for, like, at least two weeks now. What's the announcement? My nigga told me that I get the best head he's ever had in his entire life, and I just feel like I need to crown her that. I actually need some some horns for that. <laughs> At first, I was just like, I was like, your whole life, like seriously, like. I mean, he's real? not that old. He's not that old, but also, I'm like, still. <laughs> Period. I'll girl. take it. Rock that crown. Rock that crown. Oh, so yeah, we were talking about vulnerability this week. Yes, we did. We um. Sorry, guys, if I'm, like, a little off, I'm still in Miami. Like, I'm literally still on vacation. Um, But, yeah, we talked about vulnerability, and we talked about the roadmap to vulnerability. And we gave you guys, and us too, four distinct steps that we can make on the path to vulnerability. And also, this is a process that kind of keeps going over and over and over and over over again. Mm -hmm. So, that was pretty... It was pretty fun and insightful, I would say, on Monday. What do you think? 
It was pretty, it was hella insightful. I feel like I was kind of taking the steps and kind of just seeing where I could implement them into my life. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I have an issue with my nigga now, like, I literally will just say it to him instead Mm. of, like, bringing it home and talking to you. And even though I did talk to you because he was sleeping, which that was the issue, but, um, like, that when the situation happened, I just said it instead Mm -hmm. of, like, going home and, like, getting real mad about it. I was just like, I'm in the moment mad, and I'm just gonna express that to you, and now we're good. But doesn't it feel so much more freeing, though, doing that? So much better. Oh. So much better. Once I learned that life hack to just, like, deal with things right away instead Mm -hmm. of letting it fester, like, and, like, I like to ruminate on things and just, Mm -hmm. like, really stew in, in, on it, you know yeah. what I mean? And just, like, think about it from all the different angles. And, like, now I'm just, like, so mad. And it's just, like, you could have just talked about it. And it was Literally. Just, I was just, like... Five-second cleanup. It was literally, like, a five... It was a good five-minute cleanup because I just didn't stop going in. Like, I just kept reiterating, like, I'm mad. And, um, shout-out to him because he can handle me. Period. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think it's good to start with, like, communicating, you know what I mean? Because from someone who didn't communicate as as much. Um, but also don't get too far where you're just, like, fucking berating people. I think that's a drag. Uh, okay. I, I totally, totally, totally get that. I think I dragged it a little bit. Like, I just kept bringing it up. And I'm yeah. just like, all right, like... <laughs> It's over now. Yeah, that definitely happened to me a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, that, did I tell them the story about how I like got, I got upset? No. I think I did tell them. I don't remember. I don't feel like going into all the details, but <laughs> I definitely dragged it. Like, you know when you have, like, oh, I have a right to be mad. Mm. I think there's a drag. Oh, no, you're, you're definitely a dragger for sure. What do you mean? Like, if, say, there's an issue between us, we solved it, you'll keep, like, bringing it up like in a petty way like yeah because da 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 and it's just like alright we solved it now now do you want to fight yes I do actually no but um I think like with you that's kind of like me just being a big sister being annoying but I think like if I'm mad I can definitely just be like I can't believe this like I just can't and it's just like okay <laughs> but I just can't believe like you know what I mean like I yeah. just want to just keep keep going I guess because because you're so hurt, you want the person to, like, know that? Is that what it is? I don't know. Whew. Enough about us. Yeah. We have some guests that I am going to summon. <laughs> Just give me, give me a second. You know, this this new platform, we're still learning it and, and working it out. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties. That's why we're using our laptop camera today. For those of you guys tuning in on YouTube. I'm not gonna lie, this, like, technical difficulties, home studio shit is kind of blowing. Mm, Yeah, it's getting to a point. But we had technical difficulties in real studios before, so. That's true. And we didn't let us get it then, and we're not gonna let it get us now. Period. Okay, still summoning our guests. (laughs) Bear bear with us. Any any, um, fun things happen in Miami? Um, I feel like a lot of niggas started coming out the woodworks. Ooh. You know what that's happened? How, you know, that's how it works when you go away. You go away, you post a little cute picture, video at the pool, post some palm trees. People start getting hyped. Right? You, they, you post the sun. It's just like, bitch, it, well, it was sunny here, but it wasn't warm. Like, it wasn't, I'm not darker. Yeah, I feel like me and you look the same color now. Literally. For real. I'm like, I know. I need to get chocolatier. Yeah. I need to be the color of this dress. Yeah, but yeah, some guys were starting to come out the woodworks. <laughs> I think it's it's fun. I think people are just like throwing their hats in the race. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Throwing or their hats, their hats in, in the ring, maybe? Whatever. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, and then I also did meet this older gentleman who offered to... Take me all around Europe. Ooh. <laughs> and when I mean, when I say older, I mean much older as in a 71-year-old retired lawyer. 71? Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone that old before. 
What's the oldest you, oldest you've gone before? I mean, like he was like thirty eight when I was like twenty two or some shit. That's the oldest. Yeah. Bud was like. He said he was in his forties. He was like, I would say forty six. He didn't tell me his exact age, so okay. I always thought forty six. Yeah, no, that was the time when, yeah. I did let him buy me a drink yesterday, though. As you should, bitch. Okay, no, no, no. Not music energy. We can get to know people. Yeah. Yeah. He was a cool older guy. I was like, you're not creepy. Like, you know, I would think normally this would be creepy. Now I see how girls could just be, like, traveling with these older white men. It's like... Oh, you're not bad to hang not out with. Quite. Quite. <laughs> like he wasn't bad to hang out with or talk to. He was smart and I And was he's like, lived for seventy one years. He has so much experience. Yeah, like he was seventy one. Giving... He was born in the fifties, bro. <laughs> yeah, he showed me his ID. Literally. He was born in the fifties. There's so much things he no, went through. No, it was through. like forty something. No, we remember that. Forty nine? Seventy. If dad was born in fifty two and he's gonna be seventy next year. Okay, he could be born in fifty in forty nine. Yeah, he was yeah. born. I think he showed me his ID forty nine. But still, he went through the civil rights movement, my nigga. The fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, I I'm always down for experiences. You know, we don't use people anymore, but you can experience if you if that's something that you would enjoy. I'm not sure. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm okay. not sure. It was a fun night, for sure. All right, somebody give our first guest a call. Okie dokie. Hit that Skype sound. Where's the sound? Oh. Like that, so I just like to be creative and like that. Just expand my mind. 
creative all yeah. around business about your business okay i love that and are you single no i'm in a relationship nice how long like a, a long thing new? we've been together 10 months okay 10 nice. months this month that's fairly new. That's yeah. enough time to get vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not for real, though. All right, let's talk about um, some of these steps. Did you listen in to Monday's episode where we talked about the four steps to vulnerability? No, nope, I, I think I missed it. it. Okay, that's just fine because we're going to recap with you right now. And maybe yep, you can. Into it. Yeah, and you can see how some of these can apply to your relationship if you are. Um, already applying them or if this is something that you can do a little bit more of okay so one of the steps that we said um, to achieving or going towards being more vulnerable is to embrace your imperfections when you embrace Mm -hmm. your imperfections you're able to also embrace that other people aren't perfect either and then you guys can kind of start on the same page what do you think about that yeah, I think that's good. A good step. That's definitely something people need to do instead of trying to put up a front of like they're perfect, or like their relationship is perfect, and their life is perfect. Especially with everything that's going on now, like nothing is perfect. We all have to sit in our homes and be faced with our everyday personal selves and figuring out what it is that we like or what we don't like, what we need to fix and stuff like that. That's definitely something that is important in a relationship because. A lot of people have, like, an idea of what they want their partner to be. Mm-hmm. And when it's not that, it's like, oh, this isn't going to work. Instead of just understanding that this is uh, this other person's imperfections, and maybe their imperfections are something that they might need to improve on. And in yourself as well, like, you're not perfect. There's some things you might need to work on for this relationship. And this is, like, such a... That's why I like was like I want to get in on this. So when I saw that the topic was vulnerability, I was like, yeah, because me and my man butt heads a lot lately. But like we find a way to work through it because it's like that was kind of like part of the advice that I wanted to like when to know when to give up and stuff. It's like not necessarily something that you need to give up over. Just figuring each other out in the beginning still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think especially like when you are so early in a relationship i know people think like 10 months six months one year is so long but like that's really when you're learning someone and you guys really have those growing pains and yeah yeah, i can imagine you doing that during a pandemic too like i can't even exactly we met in a pandemic like the way we met is such a fairy tale story that like it doesn't it doesn't sound like there would ever be anything wrong in a relationship but it's like you still have to learn this other person and how they operate through life like you're meeting this person where they're at in all of their years of living like you can't just jump in and expect for them to bend to what you want them to be and so and i just had to come to that realization on my own like for real yeah that's big of you and sometimes when you do have like that fairy tale start that amazing honeymoon it kind of like sets your expectations so high that like when the real relationship starts settling in you're just like wait this is not it this is toxic this is this is <laughs> yeah. not romantic anymore when it's just like no things change things grow exactly. this is, might, might be a more realistic place of where you are right now yeah it can't always be a fairy tale all the time that's where i'm learning that now too i'm at like the three month mark and i didn't know it was gonna get like this <laughs> no for real no because when we started we met on vacation like his friends and my friend like his friend invited my friend and her she invited us and we all came we ended up staying in this big mansion in beverly hills and ended up meeting each other and just like he's on my heels the whole time like in my face like grab my bag bring my bag in because he ended up getting kicked out and okay gentlemen okay exactly so i'm like he's on my team and then like he <laughs> let him tell it let him tell it i was on his team but he was really on my team because yeah like he finessed me out my phone number he finessed me out my phone number talking about oh just let me know what you want from the store just text it to me i'm like i don't have it He's like, oh, I got it. Like, okay, here it is. And then later, oh, he's yeah, he's like, I got that number, huh? I'm like, smooth. This is the game. And as soon as we got back, like, it, we got into heat with each other and we, like, broke up and then we got back together or whatever. So we've still been kind of, like you said, growing games. Yeah. People get so wrapped up in, like, the honeymoon phase that they don't really 
understand that like love and giving love to somebody is not a feeling it's something that you willingly you know something that you choose to do every day it's an action for real yeah and that also one of those actions and it sounds like what you're going through with your partner right now and this is actually the (laughs) second step on our list is to when you have tough times run towards people instead of running away and closing up run towards people and especially during these growing pains i feel like that determines whether what's going to make or break your relationship if every time you're having an issue now you guys are not even coming towards each other to work on it you're talking to your friends you're Mm. you're letting things get bottled up it's just like that's not setting a good foundation for vulnerability for a connection for meaningful relationships so yeah do you have um a tendency to run towards your partner or do you run away like are you a runner you're a track star (laughs) no no No, i I definitely definitely am the type to try to address things like i'm just like look bro this is not it right here like and the way i go about it my we've already like been over this like so many times the way i be going about it is i just will have an attitude and this will just have an attitude and not ever really address (laughs) what it is because like deep down i know it's something small but it's just like either way like i'm so tired about it so it's like either either what it like what's it gonna be so i've been having to get over just having an attitude and just like telling him like look what you just did that made me mad and then getting over it and then you know then we're cool i find myself in like I be wanting to vent to people. I be wanting to vent about my relationship to my brother, to my best friend. But when you do that, you kind of change the opinion that they have of their significant other in their mind. And I don't want that at all. And they're biased, and I don't want a biased opinion. So I just like keep it to myself, or I'm coming to you like this is what you just did that pissed me off. Well, what are we gonna do about it? I love that, especially the part where it's like. If you if it isn't a big deal, then that means you really have to either get like get over it because like saying it's not a big deal mm-hmm. and and not dealing with it just makes the energy really weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I we were just talking about that before we Literally. called you on about sometimes just saying it and just like getting over it, it makes it so much faster, mm. so much easier. And I think it kind of flexes that like vulnerability muscle, and now exactly. you just make it more easier for you to run to people to talk to people to ask for things when you need it Mm -hmm. and stuff like that as you were talking i was like you sound just like me like i'll literally i have an (laughs) attitude i won't talk i'm like i want you to figure it out but now i'm just like they're not gonna figure it out like unless you say something exactly and my thing about it with him specifically is the fact that if it's small to him he just doesn't care and i'm just like honestly it doesn't matter if you think it's small if it upset me i want you to acknowledge that i'm upset and just be like, you know, if you didn't mean to upset me, just like, yeah, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Or I didn't intend on making you feel that way. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like it's small and you don't care, you can still just tell somebody that you're sorry for making them feel that way. And that's the part that we still have to work on. Like, I literally just did not talk to him for two days because he was rude as hell to me. And he just didn't want to acknowledge that it was rude. And I'm just like, I just told you verbally that I felt like it was rude. Even after you said I'm not trying to be rude. I'm like, that's too bad. I felt like it was rude. And he didn't apologize. And I had to keep laying it out over and over. Like, I'm not going to keep repeating myself. I'm, you upset me. And I thought it was rude. So, and he gets texted me like, are you going to talk to your boyfriend today? I'm like, are you going to apologize today? Oh, my God. So, what's it going to be? <laughs> I'm going to send you a list of the steps. <laughs> yes, no, girl, yeah. I'm going to put it up. You know, so, we can make sure. Yeah, because my other thing with him is that I felt like I couldn't confide in him and things. Things that, even outside of our relationship, I felt like I couldn't. And because he was just like, you why? Felt, you felt why? like he wasn't um, going to take him as seriously? Yeah, I just felt like it was going to be something like he be like, you know, don't stress over things you can't control. It's like, I understand, I'm not trying to stress, I just want to kind of get it out of my body. Like, I just want to talk. I think that's I one like, thing I've definitely learned, like, from experience like when you're dating like someone that's more masculine they're yeah. going to try to solve your problems it doesn't yep. matter whenever you tell them something they're going to try to solve it and you're just like i just want to talk i feel like that's sometimes easier to do with your girlfriends and stuff like yeah. that like when it comes to them they want to solve the problem like that yeah. that's it sometimes that can be very frustrating 
But it sounds yeah. like you guys are on the way to, you know, hopefully coming together and working out some kinks, you know? And it sounds like you got a really yeah. good head on your shoulders, too. For Candace. real. Especially you say you're 24. Yeah. Like, for real. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm about to oh, you're about to be 24. I hear that a lot. Yep, yep. In a couple days. In a couple days. Nice. Nice. But, yeah, but yeah, I appreciate that a lot. That definitely means a lot. And that's what, uh, and he's older too. So, like, he's only a couple years older than me. But that's the first time I've dated somebody that's, I don't say significantly older, but he's 26. Yeah. I'm 24. So, well, somebody that's older than me. Yeah, well, we're and, wishing you, like, all the luck, all the blessings on your relationship, and all the healing and growing just in your personal life as well. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really yes, appreciate it. Thank you. I feel like we were like chatting like we we're old friends. For real. <laughs> right, exactly. I was telling my best friend, I'm like, they know me. I'm definitely here. <laughs> yes, no, for real, for real. Well, thank you so much for all the support and everything. And we'll see you. We'll talk to you soon, girl. Of course. If you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Minnesota in the building. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Hold on, honey. I'm having a technical difficulty. With what? <laughs> Real quick. Okay. That was in the camera. What? Yeah. Do, 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 do,
Um, I'm, I'm very much related to you in the sense of being kind of like a clam and not being very vulnerable with folks. And I feel like, but that's a kind of a new thing. Like when I'm in, when I'm very intimate with someone and, you know, we've had certain conversations and I feel like I can trust them, then I'm vulnerable with them. But it's not easy for that to come out at all. And some people have, you know, dubbed me to be cold mm. or like on um, or a little bit too crass in how I express. Um, so the vulnerability of it all doesn't really show up for me sometimes. And definitely since I've been single and I'm dating, I'm not vulnerable in dating. I'm vulnerable in relationships. <laughs> but I'm not in dating. dating. Yeah, as I'm dating and getting to know, I'm not very vulnerable. I like to approach it with a very rational kind of mind. Um, strategic. I'm kind of a strategic kind of Wait, dater. what is your sign? <laughs> like, you're giving me mad earth sign vibes right now. No, I'm a fire sign. I'm a Leo. Okay, a Leo. okay, That's okay, what okay. I was getting. <laughs> but I got water sign in my chart. So okay. I'm a Leo, okay. but moon and my rising is cancer. Okay. Me too! So, but, you know, that's crazy, right? Because my moon is cancer, so you would think I should be more vulnerable because, you know, my moon regulates my emotions and it's cancer, which is, like, the most emotional sign. But I feel like the Leo, the sun sign come out more in how I express because it's my personality. Mm. So I don't express vulnerability, you know? It's, it, you think it, it's, like, it a little more, like, like, prideful? Oh, Definitely. That's yeah. that's what it is. That's absolutely what it is. Like me, it's you're like, gonna hurt my feelings. Like, Wait, say that again. Like you're gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah. Exactly. Have fun even reaching them. I'm not gonna let you see me like this because I feel like when people see you that way, especially if you haven't been vulnerable with me at all, and that's the thing. Like in dating, when you're getting to know people and you're filling people out, like people are not ready to be vulnerable with your ass, you know? But I feel like that's something that happens more in relationships when you, like, committing yourself to a person, you commit to opening up yourself more, like, sharing more, giving more, because we're in a relationship and we want to build together and be together. So, you know, we share more, we give more of ourselves. But I feel like in dating or in the talking stage, I'm not vulnerable at all. Like, if you get to know something really real about me in terms of like, um, just like how I operate um, with family or friends and you really want to see that part of me. And I think that's the vulnerable side of me. Like mm -hmm. my vulnerability definitely shook my family and friends I'm just because I'm very family oriented and I love them and I express love to them very loudly and boldly. Um, but yeah, I was just having a conversation with my friend because she was watching it with me. And I was like, I feel like I'm transparent. So people think that's vulnerability because I share so much and I let people, but the vulnerability part really encompasses like my fears and my insecurities and like things putting that your, live in my shadows. Putting out there probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your real right. self too. Putting your real self out there. I, exactly. I don't, they don't see that part, you know? So, um. I feel like also when yeah. you're really when you're really good at like um, performing or like putting oh. being that type of personality having that type of personality you get which to I feel like a lot of Leos are yeah like you're able to to um, express yourself and people feel like they're knowing so much about you but it's just like just the way in which that you're presenting yourself mm -hmm. is just feeling like oh I know all right. about her business but it's like no you know what exactly what I want you to know exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm very, like, I let people know what I want them to know, but the people closest to me have definitely seen, like, my vulnerability, um, and I feel like in the last couple of years, I've gotten better at expressing, you know, vulnerability to people that I'm close to, that I trust, but that's not easily gained from me at all, you know? I and I feel like I often appear to be, like, the strong friend, mm. um, and I am the strong friend for the most part. And I I feel like my vulnerability happens in isolation. I'm vulnerable mm -hmm. with myself. Like, with myself, and I'm by myself, and I'm in my rituals, and in my, like, 
I'm doing things consciously to bring certain things out. I'm vulnerable with myself, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that's listening to music or journaling or just even talking to myself out loud and thinking out loud. Like I'm vulnerable with myself and I process that on my own. Um, But I don't often like share that with other people. Yeah. And even to get me to cry about it, like getting myself to actually cry, like I'll watch something sad. So it could trigger that. And I'm like, then I'm bawling at some Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. I knew, I knew it was going to be Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I knew what was going to happen, but I'm sad about that yeah. and some other shit. And I'm releasing it all here in this moment with, you know, Meredith. <laughs> I really like the point that you made about how, you know, when you're in the da- dating stage, you're not very vulnerable. But when you're in a relationship that is when you are vulnerable. And I think, you know, Mm -hmm. ideally, you know, we would think that you should be open and be this vulnerable, open book, like when you're dating and getting to know people, but that's really not how how it works naturally. And I think there is a a natural process of, like, discerning whether you can share more with someone and as Mm -hmm. you get closer and as you get more comfortable being able to be vulnerable... Um, but I really like that point that you made. And um, it also sounded like um, in getting closer to your being more vulnerable with the people that you're already close with, um, that sounds like step three on our list, which was go deeper. So mm-hmm. where you already may have close relationships by going deeper with those relationships, with your friends and family, where you're actually getting to know, like you said, some of that, those shadow sides of you, your fears, your insecurities. And they're like, what? You you feel ugly sometimes? And they're just like, yeah, you know? So, like, I feel like that that is something that you seem to be working on. That That's one of the points mm-hmm. about going deeper. It feels easier to me because, like, I have two best friends that I've been friends with for over 15 years. Okay. And it's easy for me to be vulnerable with them. But it's like, they have to bring it out of me. Like, I'll be like, I'm okay. And like, bitch, no, you're not. What is it? And then I really, like, open up. I try to see if people take my okay. You know, because I'm very, I'm a bubbly person. So down people pay attention right so pe- this is how it go people act it's like <laughs> christine you know, yourself what's going on i'm like i'm all right you know i'm just i mean i'm just going through it but i'm okay and then what they do with that okay so if they continue to talk and have a conversation about something i'll continue to go on i'm not gonna go further than that okay mm-hmm. but if they like that okay doesn't feel real what's really going on then i'm more prone to open up because I'm like, okay, you're picking up on more than just what I'm saying to so you. So it's a test. And you know, ver- wait, say that again? Oh, so it's a test? It's not a test. It's more <laughs> like a probe. It's like a probe. Like, I do you really want to know, can you hold space for me, mm. for me to share this? Because for me, it's really about whether or not a person is able and have the capacity to hold space for everything I'm about to unload. Because that's why I don't share it with a lot of people because I feel like people don't know what to say. They don't know what's, and they don't give me enough for me to feel reassured. So I'll reassure myself and I'll deal with it myself. But then often, I mean, not often, but there are seldom some times where like I'll get really deep and personal on a three hour conversation with my best friend and that will feel real. That will feel authentic. And they're able to hold that space for me. So with them, I feel comfortable and safe being vulnerable with them because they've known me for so long that they know when something is not right, mm-hmm. you know, and they probe to make sure they get it. And they, they feel like my sisters that way. And my sisters are like, like that. So I'm surrounded by like a real village and collective of women that check in on me and look in on me. So I don't need to tell someone I date what's going on because my, my, my tribe is holding that space for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to tell you and be vulnerable with you or expose myself in that way because one, you may not have the space to hold that for me. Two, I may not want to share that with you at this point in which we're dating or getting to know each other. Or I may not trust you enough to really share it with you. So I'm going to share it with my tribe. And they hold me up, you know? So I, I, I think, I that's think it's pretty cool. I think that's pretty yeah. cool also because, like, um, I was reading this book and they were talking about how, you know, you can't dump on your partner all the time so it's nice that while you are single and while you are like in the stage in your life you are 
um, you have your own support system, you have your own self-coping mechanisms, and, like, you're good. So when someone comes in your life, it can kind of be, like, an additive to it. Exactly. And I I was a for um, almost eight years, Uh and Kristen was my everything for the most part, and I told them everything. And I was vulnerable with them, and they were able to hold space for me and make reassure me and make me feel like I'm okay and like I can do anything. But when that relationship ended, I was like, I'm not giving that to another person who I who could leave me, you know, romantically because if we don't work out and you leave, I'm giving you all of that. And for me, like I said, it's hard for that to happen. And I've given it to you, and now you're not here anymore. So since I've been single. And it's been like three, four years now. I've learned to lean on my tribe to hold space for me um, and give me that reassurance um, and that comfort that I need. So the people I date don't have to take the brunt of that right now. Because even these people that I date, they're fleeting. Like, I talk to you here, I talk to you there. It's not a real thing. So what the fuck I'm telling you anything for, you know? (laughs) I I do think, though, that, like... um... You know, when you do cross over that bridge where you want to get more, have a deeper bond with someone, that's when you have to reach the level four, which is getting uncomfortable. And you have to, like, I think the whole point of vulnerability is that you put, you risk yourself getting hurt. I think, you Mm. know, when it comes to, like, yeah, it's really beautiful to express ourselves to our friends and family who really love us. But to bear it for someone who may be here today and gone tomorrow, who may, you know, it may be really scary. I feel like those are the things that sometimes, like, show us who we really are and, like, push us, push our boundaries. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that help build relationships, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was watching and you girls mentioned how, um, you know, the definition of vulnerable is taking a risk, right? So I'm a low-key control freak. Mm-hmm. I'm a high-key. I'm, high I'm a high-key control freak. I work in leadership and supervision, so I'm used to, like, managing things and, you know, moving pieces the way I want and making things happen the way I want. So I, for a long time, I, I took that kind of approach in my relationships mm. or just, like, in the situations I were in. So when you're in control and you're the boss, you're not vulnerable, Right. So for a long time, it attached itself to my persona and like, oh, you can't be vulnerable because this is your, this is how you present yourself. So, you know, that's not you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, you don't put that out there. But as I get older and get more realistic with who I am and who I want to be, I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, yes. Sure, in dating, I need to take a risk, but you got to be worth taking a risk for. And I have not found that. So I'm not just taking a risk with any old body just for the sake of seeing how you're going to respond. Because, again, that being vulnerable for me is very big. Mm -hmm. So I don't put that on a lot of folks. And I'm not going to put that on someone who's temporary or feels temporary. Because you may not be temporary, but you often feel it, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't feel like you won't stick around, especially because of consistency and what you talk and being If you, I don't know, maybe also if you have, like, these experiences, maybe it's hard for you to be trusting in the first place. So everyone is going to feel like a a stranger. Everyone is a stranger until they're not, you know? Everyone is temporary Mm -hmm. until they're not. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's real. You know, I do have... A bay friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> Give us the tea. <laughs> so my bay friend um, is an ex who I am friends with. Like, we are friends. And we are close friends. And there are often times when we have very intimate moments where we can be vulnerable with each other. So she's my escape in that way. Mm-hmm. She feels safe because... I've been there, done that. <laughs> so I know her. She knows me. But that doesn't, if, if it doesn't feel well, vulnerable, like if you're just like safe. No, no. Well, you're right. You're right. You, but no, I, I think you could be vulnerable. I don't it's know. True, Say that. True. I can't. I can't. <laughs> because right now. I but feel like me. I feel like what I'm picking up. I feel like Miss Cleo right now. Like Miss yeah. Cleo, I'm playing. 
But no, it sounds like, you know, maybe they're, like you said, maybe controlled things or you maybe had experiences in your past and you're afraid to, like, open up to new people. And so you you were saying that, you know, you're expressing yourself more with your friends and family and that also sounds aligned with you dealing with an ex and being really close and feeling intimate with them too. Like, but like, where does that set you up for making more meaningful relationships like in the future, more romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. you know? If it's just like everyone, stranger danger. Right, right. (laughs) I mean, we do have to have stranger danger, but it's about, it's about like, Having also being like discerning, like having like these these check marks that like not anyone can get through our gates, you know, like let's check this. And then it's just Mm -hmm. like, okay, now maybe I can I can try with you because you at least hit the quality control. I'm learning. I'm sitting here learning, too. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I think that you made a great point. And I'm I'm almost at a loss for words. (laughs) But I. I, I definitely think it was a great point. And I think, um, like I was saying, when you mentioned the definition, you talked about risk, right? And I said, I went on to talk about I'm a control freak, but I'm very risk averse, okay? Like, if I don't know the outcome or even think I know the outcome, I don't know if I really want to take that risk, you know? And I, I feel like I'm very impulsive, so I just got this piercing yesterday. I just went to the, the, I was like, I want to get my nose pierced. I was on TikTok. I was playing one of the fucking... Filters and I'm like, I'm gonna get my nose pierced. And I went and I did it. So like when it comes to me doing impulsive shit like that, th- those are risks. Th- taking it yeah. is a risk, right? Uh-huh. But when it comes to being risky with my heart and my feelings, I'm very like it you gotta crack me open. Like I, I really do need to be cracked open. It's not it's <laughs> not something easy. Even with my ex that I was with for a very long time. She used to tell me that I was selfish with myself um, for that very reason mm. because I, I wasn't vulnerable with her. You yeah. know, it took a, a long time to be vulnerable with her. And then when I got vulnerable with her, it was maybe aggressive or a little bit <laughs> condescending. <laughs> like, I was just talking to MJ about that. Like, like once you start, like once you like start learning to express yourself, sometimes it can be a little like harsh and abrasive at first because mm. it's just like, now you're just like having so much fun with it like oh feel it oh this feels so free i feel like this now i'm just like okay (laughs) now too much like maybe they can't handle all that just yet especially if you just started like expressing yourself but you know what it's definitely sounds like you got an amazing head on your shoulders too you had some really great callers today um, and it, and this vulnerability thing, like, it's a process. Like, just once you get to step four, getting uncomfortable, you got to go back to the to beginning and accept your imperfections again and just being like, okay, well, we're here. We not where we used to be. We not right. where, we're not where we think we are. Mm-hmm. But we right here and exactly. we can start and we can get a little closer and a little closer. So shout out to you. For real. Love that. Yes, well, thank you so much, Christy, for calling in. Wait, where are you calling from? I feel like we got to get into the conversation real quick. Oh, Bronx. Hey, hey. in the building. You know, crazy. I was, I was, okay, so I feel like I saw you guys. I was smacked out my mind. I feel like I, I, I at a firehouse Harlem event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was y'all. Okay. Yeah. It was dark, and I was like, yo. someone by themselves too yeah but i wasn't too far from you guys uh, yeah we, i was just sitting there getting a blaze i was like i feel like that's the, maybe i should go talk to them and i was uh, like we had nah, like this go. much weed left too we could have been friends <laughs> like we would have been a <laughs> third match with heaven i would have had though but, um, <laughs> that's funny that's oh funny. that's so cool For so real. hopefully we can like actually meet in person like in yeah that would be cool awesome well, thank you so much again. I like I'm I'm so happy. Like this made my heart really happy today. Oh, I feel good. like our Friday conversations with the girls and the guys are just like 
It's like a little therapy for everyone. For real. Bro, I love what you guys are doing. I've been following you guys for a while, and you guys are both dope. Thank I appreciate you. the platform you created. Um, it's super relatable. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just glad to be here. Yay, thank you so much. Oh, all right, we'll definitely talk to you soon. See you in the DMs all, right. all, that, all that good stuff. <laughs> Bye. I'll Bye. be meme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Because when she said that, I'm like, I did see her. Now she, that I see her like, face, as like, I was staring at her, I'm like, she looks familiar, but like, literally. you know, like. But I'm like, she also could have been from Minnesota. But when she said Bronx, <laughs> I'm like, she definitely was that girl. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Small world, man. I'm telling no, y'all. For real. NYC is so small, but shout out to Firehouse, Firehouse Harlem. Um, it's like this. Um, I'm like, it's private. So- yeah, it's like a <laughs> private event. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, you know. You just told about Fight Club. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my God. But this is so much fun. Shout out to everyone talking about vulnerability, all the different stages that we're at. Um, Shit it's, got real. It did. It's kind of, like, it's kind of interesting, like, because we, we're we here and we talk and we analyze ourselves and mm-hmm. we kind of catch ourselves, like, when we're talking to others, it's kind of hard for me not to catch them, Yeah, too. you do. You, you. you said something, you leaned in, like, and I was like, you're not about the therapist, this girl right I'm now. just saying, that's what we're, that's what we're here for, like, for to be accountable, to, like... To grow, to, to heal. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, we want to heal, right? We're not trying to just fake heal, exactly. like, we want to grow all these different areas and 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 like um i think candace was saying i don't know if candace was saying that yeah candace was saying um sometimes you talk to your friends and family they can be biased and they Mm -hmm. don't really they're telling you the things that you kind of want to want to hear yeah so that's why we're here for this super whole tribe and to i I want y'all to keep it keep me accountable too for real real. keep it a buck hold us accountable too Absolutely. Call us out. Like, well, in episode of this, you said this, and now you're You said this. you wasn't using niggas anymore, but now you're in Italy with Stefan. I'm going to Italy. With with me and my and my um, bae? Yeah. He don't have to pay for me, but I'm going. The fuck? He, he's really nice. <laughs> he's a really great guy. <laughs> nah, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm so glad that... No, I lied again. I'm not glad to be back in New York. I know, but I feel like the energy from the beginning of the episode to right now is so much better. It definitely turned up when you know. Even the I feel like when I picked you up, using. picked you up at the airport, you were just like kind of giving nothing. But I'm like, yeah. she's tired. But I'm like, she don't want to be here. I don't. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. Like, I'm happy to be with you. I'm happy uh-huh. to be like in my bed. Like certain things, but majority. The sun. I didn't even get no sun. I, I don't want to be here. <sighs> um, but I am definitely glad to be to be doing the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I started the week. I was over there, and now I'm back here. Like, mm-hmm. and you know what's crazy? What? Just one more point before the um <laughs> before the episode's over, because the episode is named "Open Up." What does it open up more than your legs? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because me and my nigga were talking about my body count, and then he talked. He said, "How many boyfriends have you had?" Oh, and I that said, question. <laughs> <laughs> I know that question <laughs> very well. And he was just like, "That's crazy," because like I, I told him I had two. Because you know I don't care. First of all, first of all. Niggas count as boyfriends if you were talking to them for a long time. You know he's gonna watch this. What? Okay. Oh, you told him that you had two boyfriends. Yeah. I thought you said no. you had two, two bodies. bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you're dragging it. <laughs> like, I would never. No, I told him he been new. Like okay. from the moment we first met, I told him all this shit. I'm like, okay. yeah, I used to use niggas, you know. For food and like preach using nigga energy and like I would only fuck with old niggas because I wanted them to move me at my house. Like he knows, he knows okay, who okay. I am. Okay, you had two boyfriends. Who are your two boyfriends? The Guyanese one, and then I was like, one of them wasn't even in the country. 
Remember, I was almost on that day. Yeah, that, that was your boyfriend. That was, that was the first person I was like, I love loved. <laughs> this bitch was on fucking WhatsApp. Were you on WhatsApp? No. <laughs> I feel like it was. It was not WhatsApp. We were like texting and Snapchat. He no, had a phone. No, it was we Facebook. Not, it was not Facebook. How did, he was texting a Nigerian number. First of all, he was in Ghana. <laughs> and yeah, but back to the point where I was saying... I, I feel like I opened up my legs more than I did my heart, you know? And that's crazy. Just thinking that I, <laughs> I was able to do that more than than actually experiencing feelings with yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It becomes, like, you really have to learn how to flex your mm-hmm. different muscles, like, literally. Um, and it isn't going to tell me he had 15 girlfriends. <laughs> I was like, how did he have 15 girlfriends? <laughs> That's a lot. That's I mean, excessive. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm like not the relationship person, so mm-hmm. I'm just like. I know, because people have been in, in relationships since like seventh grade, so that's a boyfriend for a month, another one for a month, you know? that Those count. Yeah, that didn't really work for me, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, yeah, shout out to us opening up more, and Open up, opening up more than our legs. Like opening up way yeah. more than our legs. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm learning to like fight. I'm just learning, learning myself every day, mm-hmm. more and more each day. And super grateful for like they got They gotta get here. What y'all say? You said get your heart wet first. Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that. But shout out to Kenichiwa for <laughs> for that. As a quote of the day. Oh, yes. that's that be coming from God. It's, it's not even his though. My nigga did get my heart wet first. Aww. the person that I love got my heart wet first. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the more you say it, that got my heart wet. <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah. We okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys for um, tuning in on YouTube Live. I appreciate you guys so much. You guys made my Friday better, even though I wish I was still in Florida. It's like, I can hang with you guys. That's fine. Right you guys now. are amazing. <laughs> um, you guys can follow us on Instagram at The Whole Phase, and you guys can subscribe to us on uh, YouTube so you guys can watch us live every Monday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And our channel is Sirens NYC, S I R E N S N Y C. You guys can also, oh, we didn't have any punchline today, but make sure you guys check out Punchline Punch, which sponsors our show every week. And you guys can also check out Arby's um, podcast, Smoking yes. Words, Smoke, the letter N, Words with a Z podcast. You can check him out and see all the amazing stuff that you got going on there because, whoa, it's just mind blowing. It's giving. It's giving <laughs> and it's taking. Okay, no, it, it works. It works. It I'm works. Just not, I don't. I don't smoke like that no more. So, <laughs> here I, I didn't get it. <laughs> um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Everybody Loves Becky because everybody loves Becky and everybody I'm, loves that Becky. Yeah, I'm thinking about changing to Everybody Loves Bex. What do you think? No. All right, we'll see. We'll see. But um, you guys can follow me over there. Uh, I'm probably going to be dropping more pictures from my vacation because I took so many and I'm just yeah. like. No. Exciting. No? Exciting. It, takes, just, you, it takes you back there. It takes me back, but it also like. It brings the thirsties. And I'm I was going like, to say, is it whorish? Pictures? They're not whorish. But I just look so fucking amazing. Oh. That it's just like, it's going to bring. It's, it's going to attract gonna... a lot. It's going to attract like great but i know it's gonna attract some thirsty too so i'm like Ugh. maybe it's gonna check your husband you don't know exactly maybe. and then you can follow me on instagram at mj smokes mj you can also hit that link in my bio to go book your facial you see this glow it's the skin for me look at her this is me it's literally me so hit the link in my bio go book your facial and also follow my skincare page, 1804 Skincare, because I'm open. I'm taking clients now, okay? Now open beach. Now open beach. Also, shout out to my bestie, Ryan, for doing my ponytail, because I just been, like, feeling like Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> you 
not about to 30 inches me, ho. I've been feeling like Beyonce <laughs> this whole week. Um, but thank you guys so much. We'll see you on Mondays. Make sure you tune in. Bye. 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 Bye.